This week on Chase the Unknown, we have Right Time Productions founder, Trinity Dobbs, and team member, Jared Robert Todd. Let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome to a very special pilot edition of Chase the Unknown. This is a brand new podcast for us here at Right Time Productions, and we want to focus on what you're passionate about and why you're passionate about that. Here at Chase the Unknown, our goal is to highlight those in our culture that are currently going after their dreams. They're not allowing circumstances around them and difficulties to slow them down. They're doing everything they can to chase their dream and really just give people a platform to share what they're passionate about. We figured we'd start out with, well, us, your hosts. Have you get to know us a little bit, what we're passionate about and why? With that being said, let me bring in my two co-hosts over Zoom, Trinity Dobbs, founder of Right Time Productions, and Jared Robert Todd. Hi. Hello. Hey, Not guys. I'm not really sure what we're supposed to say, so. <laughs> I know. We're, sorry. We're all, we're all new to podcasting, so we're all kind of fig- just figuring this out together, figuring out um, right. what what we're supposed to say, what we're supposed to do. We're standing over here like, <laughs> oh, like, what are we supposed to do with our hands? But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, right. yeah, so, yeah, so we just wanted to um, start off with basically telling you guys a little bit about um, ourselves and mm-hmm. um where we kind of what we're up to and um, a little bit more about right time productions so um do we want to start off with you trinity um just talk a little bit about okay. um this is after all right time productions kind of is your baby it is so ever since i was little i've always had this dream of um i'd watch like all these different movies and i'd see all these different actors and i would be like you know but i had this passion for missions was more my thing so i was like well, don't these actors need need Jesus too? Someone's got to be the person to to witness to them, whether it be whatever way they can. Whether you just run into them on the street or you you work, you know, on the, with the camera or whatever. So, throughout high school, I tried to figure out how to do it, but I never really could because I grew up very sheltered, and in my town that I grew up in, there wasn't really an opportunity for that. And the very few opportunities that there were, I didn't actually get to know about because of just the way of my life was. I didn't really have that opportunity. So I actually, when I got out of um, high school, I kind of started looking around and found that there is a um, program called AMTC, which is Actors, Models, and Talent for Christ. And when I auditioned and got accepted into the program, which then kind of opened my eyes to the whole world out there of film and television and writing and all this different platforms. And so after going through that program, I started kind of meeting all these different people who had dreams that were similar to mine. Um, so actually me and a friend of mine who I, um, I met through AMTC, she and I wrote a, um, I like a television series, at least that's what we considered it to be at the time um you know we had an outline written for it we had um an idea of how we wanted the show to go and where we wanted it to go we just didn't really know you know who to call it to film it we didn't have the money to pay people for you know anything and so when we wrote the the show um i actually came to roger because roger and i worked together at the time and i showed him my script 
and I said, you know, what are your thoughts? Because I knew Roger had a background in film production. He has a degree in it. And so I went to him and I asked him for his opinion of it. And so he and I kind of started collaborating more on it. And then the more, you know, we collaborated more, we got to know each other and more we realized we had the same, similar passions kind of. So we wrote and did um, Scars, which was our first short film. And after that, I was like, well, you know, this is my dream. So why don't we make it a reality? And so that's how we created Right Time Productions is, you know, I wanted a, I wanted a production company for a while because I wanted to get into acting and get in front of the camera and stuff, but I didn't have a demo reel or a way to get a demo reel because I have been very um, typecast. Um, I can't play the roles that, you know, I can't play the leading lady because a lot of people, they don't see that. But if you show it on a demo reel, they're more open to casting you for that part if they can see that you can play that part. And so I wanted a demo reel as well. So between filming scars and, you know, needing demo reel material, we kind of collaborated and created Right Time. So that's how Right Time kind of came into existence. And it's kind of one of those where I genuinely have a heart for helping others just naturally. And so Right Time is, is that platform to help new actors, new people into the industry, people who are just trying to figure out their way and figure out what they like and why they like it and how to get involved into it in different ways. And that's what I've always wanted this company to be. It's, gonna, it's a platform where we do everything we can to help other people, whether it be music or film or um, writing or camera work, sound, it doesn't matter. That's what this platform is and that's what it's meant to be. So that's, awesome. that's kind of my, that's right time right there. That's all. That's awesome. That's so cool. What, what do you, what do you, what about film in particular you, th do you think, um, inspires you in particular? Um, because there's, there's so many different, um, creative outlets in there, you know, it, when it comes to, you know, there's film, there's, um, theater, there's right, creative writing there. What about, um, film and that spe like specifically, you do think that that's inspiring to you? I don't know. I think I just always enjoyed movies more than plays in the first place. Mm -hmm. um, I, I mean, I grew up watching Walker, Texas Ranger and MacGyver. And so, you know, in my head, you know, they got to travel to all these different places until I realized that, you know, they were filmed probably with a green screen or it. But even as when I found out actors can travel to different locations, I was like, oh, I get to travel too. Mm -hmm. So it's not, not just the, I mean, even if you have to fake travel with a green screen, you know, at least it looks cool on camera. And camera has, or film, you can do different aspects of different things. I mean, think of any Star Wars movie, Marvel movie, Guardians of the Galaxy. Like they have all those different special effects that just, when, they, when you put everything together, it just comes up and it just, you know, it's just a cool product. And then to be able to look at it and say, I made that, to me, that was more fun. I mean, plays are really good, too, if you like that type of thing, musical theater and stuff. Musical theater is really cool because there is, you know, you have to learn all the, the choreography and then you have to sing the songs and you have to do it all at the same time, which takes a lot of talent. But I just, 
I don't know. I just liked uh, film better, I guess. Yeah. I'm not sure hey, why. It's just, I just, I always liked film better. Uh, when it comes down to it, the definition of passion isn't necessarily even universal. You know, lots of people have a different version of, oh, what do you consider a passion? You know, um, mm-hmm. which I found, I found be quite interesting, you know, um, and you're right. You know, it's technology has come to the point now where um, it's, you, you don't have to go through the traditional system anymore. You know, you don't have to move out to an LA or even now in Atlanta, you know, with Pinewood and everything um, mm-hmm. based here now, you know, it's, it's really um, consumer technology and even pro technology really is really kind of come down to a level where you don't have to have millions of dollars or whatever it is to put out a product on YouTube or whatever it is, you know, yeah. um, you can even, I've seen people producing great stuff, even with their iPhones, you know? And so it's, and that, that's kind of something I just kind of try and think of is that in a way there's almost no excuse not to create, you know, because we've been given so much potential and so much opportunity nowadays, um, in the yeah. age we live in that we can tell any story we want, you know? Yeah. I mean, with the quarantine, I mean, we have nothing but time on our hands now. So (laughs) exactly. exactly. I mean, it's come so far that like we have quality um, recording um, equipment available and readily to those who may want it. Um, And that definitely gave rise to like citizen uh, journalism, which is really neat, Um, but also just citizen creativeness, which I think is really awesome. Tell us more about you. What if, how hey, do, okay. how, so, what are you uh, passionate about all that? <laughs> Gosh, I'm Jared Robert Todd. Um, I, I really like to act. Um, I guess my first experience uh, with acting, I was, uh, I was super young. It was at a church and we did a play. I can't really remember much, um, but I remember I enjoyed it, honestly. Um, and then years later, uh, I went to Young Americans Christian School and there they did a competition like one act competition where you had like 50 minutes to present a full play a full production um which is a very short time actually uh for (laughs) for a stage play and we did that and i played theseus i believe in a midsummer's night midterm which is uh, kind of a playoff of course uh midsummer's night's a dream um I, i just I, I I did terribly. Like I, I hated like uh, I hated my own performance, but I enjoyed yeah. performing in the first place. Um, so that's really what got me into acting, and I just kept going with it and kept practicing. And 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 um, I remember you were talking about musical theater. Um, uh, that's really was just was my beginning, I guess. Um, m- my first one that I kind of really count as an actual acting experience. <laughs> um, was Beauty and the Beast, um, and I played Lumiere. And oh yeah, it's a classic. Yeah, that was a lot. That was back in high school when I was like all skinny and 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 you know could eat anything. Do you I have wanted any footage of that? <laughs> Say what? Do you have any footage of that? I don't, unfortunately, I don't. But it was so much fun being Lumiere. You know, um, just getting into the character uh, and doing musical and all that. Um, and of course, I found Right Time Productions. Um, this is, I'm skipping years and years here. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's also a lot of filler that's not really interesting. Nice. Um, I did one or two productions. Uh, I went to a college and then 
I flunked out of said college um, mm -hmm. in the middle of a production, which was sad. But um, and then there were none. That was that one. Uh, I played oh, Anthony Marston, yes. who died, which would have been a great stage death, but uh, <laughs> they didn't let me do it. But um, but yeah. Um, then um, I was just I I I can't remember. Was it a was it a Facebook post that I found you guys on or? I think, yeah. Um, I think, I yeah, think, it was a casting yeah. call yeah. for uh, Choice. Yeah, for, for okay. Yeah, for, um, no, 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 Young Life. No, it, it was, was for Young, young Life. life. Yeah, young life. Choice yeah. came afterwards. It was for um, Young Life. A casting call for Young Life. Um, I got the email mm -hmm. that they wanted an interview. So I get on uh, the interview and I really liked y'all's message, what you guys had going mm -hmm. on. Um, Trinity mentioned helping people. Um, and so far, I mean, you guys have helped me a lot, um, which oh, I really you. thank you guys for. Um, so okay. We're trying. And just you guys, uh, very wholesome, and I felt like you know what, this is something I want to be a part of, um, and that's what brought me here. Yeah, and you did, um, you, and you you mentioned a little bit, um, just in there a little bit about um, journalism and all that, and you actually have a degree in that, right? I do, I do. I uh, well, an associates, but yeah, yeah, an associates, yeah, yeah. It's, um, hey, associates are still an associates. I mean, hey, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. It is. Would you? Uh, yeah. I, I, I did, I, I, I enjoy writing definitely. Um, but journalism mm. is, it's a bit beyond me. I did an internship at the Covington news and mm -hmm. it was just, it's so fast and it's so cutthroat yeah. and I'm not, I, I don't feel like I'm either of those things. <laughs> so I was like, you know what, you know what? I like acting. So let me try acting. And I haven't looked back yeah. since, honestly, yeah. I still like to write definitely. But not in that, mm -hmm. like, get that article out now before this other news group and, um, oh, and yeah. you know, get this interview, you know, ask this person. You have to, like, press them. If they don't answer you, you know, attack them. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. And they're like, well, you know, get out of here. So I was like, okay. Actually, that's why I didn't go into journalism because, like you, I love to write. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm, I mean, you can tell that by, you know, the book that, that I wrote. But, you know, I don't like pushing people to do things they don't want to do. I've never been that type of mm -hmm. person. They have to want to do it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And you know what? So. Also, you kind of put yourself in uh, in a position where you can get shut down real easy. Uh, when you're the one asking questions, people can be really mean to you if they want to. Mm -hmm. And you have no, you know, no recourse. So I experienced that a few times. And <laughs> I'm an actor. So of course, I'm kind of sensitive. I'm a little baby. So that would like hurt my feelings. I was like, I don't want to do journalism anymore. <laughs> So that's basically <laughs> my experience. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, journalism, you know, I, like I said, I love to write and I don't like pressuring people. That's why I guess I kind of took to film was because, you know, in film, I get to decide what I do and what I don't. If I don't want to play a role, I don't have to. If, you know, and they can't force me to, to do it because if I choose not to, the only way they could force me to do it is if I commit to the project, which... You know, you have to really do your research before you commit in the first place. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's why I like right time is where, you know, we're not going to force you to do something you don't want to do because there are other people who are willing to do what you're, what you're doing if you're not willing to do it. So not that you're replaceable, you know, that mm -hmm. quickly, but at the same time, I mean, you know, if you're not going to take advantage of the chance that you've been given, I'm going to give it to somebody else who wants it. So, because people are willing to work for it. Exactly. And so. you've got to want it. Um, 
I didn't want journalism. So, mm-hmm. of course, I'm not going to succeed there if I don't want it. But right. I want acting. Like, every role I've gone for, I, I, I've wanted it. Or I, I just wanted to act in the first place, which is quarantine. It hurts because, yeah. you know, you have all these projects scheduled that just got denied. You know, yeah. And, like, you have that just that itch to act, honestly. Yeah, I mean. And that brings me, a lot of people, like, ask questions like, um, like, you know, what does it take to be an actor? And honestly, it, it takes, I'm going to, I'm going to list practice first, because with mm-hmm. any art, you've got to practice. You've got to work on it. Work, work, Absolutely. work, work, work. Um, but second, do you want to be an actor? Do you really want it? Are, are you willing mm-hmm. to face hardships? Are you willing to face challenges? Then yeah, you can be an actor if you want it. It's that yeah. desire. You've got to find what you want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I completely agree with you. I mean, when I, you know, when I figured out that I wanted to be in, you know, the entertainment industry somehow, I hadn't figured out how yet. I went to my parents and they just kind of gave me this look of, you know, why? You know, it's not not that it was a bad thing. They just they didn't understand what what I wanted and why I wanted it. And now, you know, over the years, as they kind of seen me do things and they've seen right time come to life and all that stuff, they're, I mean, they've always been super supportive of my decision, but, you know, they just, they don't understand it. And so when you come from a place where they don't understand what you're talking about, it makes it hard for them to support you when they don't know how to. Yeah. So you have to have the practice and you have to get into everything, you know, by yourself which makes it hard but at the same time if you really want it you're going to do it whether people support you or not exactly because in the end it'll make you happier and you're not trying to please everybody else at least you shouldn't be trying to please everybody else you should be pleasing god and yourself and that's it yeah exactly and the christian message honestly really meshes well with the acting um because of that because there is no authority you answer to besides God and yourself. Um, And you shouldn't be during acting. You shouldn't be exactly uh, trying to please an audience. Mm -hmm. You should just be acting. And honestly, just trying to, again, please God and yourself leads to just something more natural. Um, But yeah, anyways, with all that being said, uh, I don't think we've heard from Roger yet. So what is your background? What got you into all this, man? Yeah, so that's that's interesting. So that, that's that been for me. That's a long, been a long road. Um, I guess I'll try and keep it as much as in, in a nutshell as I can. Um, but basically, it's it's interesting question people ask me. They say, oh, like, how did you first get interested in video? Or for, when did you first get interested in film or whatever it is? And basically, all I can say is, you know, hey, like, it's been a part of my life for as long as I can remember, you know, I can, um, even when I was like five or whatever, you know, I was making little shows to my stuffed animals and all that, you know? <laughs> so production's always been some sort of a fascination for me, um, in some way. It's really just been interesting to kind of see over the years, how it's kind of just evolved and kind of morphed into and become more specific, um, I know at least for me, you know, um, 
when you mentioned Jared about, Oh, well, I, I was, I was in this theater. I knew I wanted to be an actor when I, when I did this show on a thr- show in school, you know, community theater, all that, you know, um, I kind of had a little bit of a similar experience, um, where I was in my church's choir group, um, when I was, uh, preteen, teen, whatever you want to call it, that, that age, you know, and I remember I was like, I'm going to take a step of confidence and I'm going to step up. I've always been interested in production. I, I, maybe I want to be an actor who knows. And so I, um, went out for a role and I ended up getting a small, I ended up getting a small little role. Um, it was basically, uh, uh, it was Christmas time. So it was basically about this hospital where all these people are going to the hospital and all that. And so basically I was just a um, person in the hospital that walks up to the counter and basically my backstory they gave me was I had stuck my tongue on a flagpole and it got stuck to the flagpole. And so basically my whole role was just to go up and just kind of murmur and just go like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, I had little <laughs> hand motions I did with it, you know, but I was petrified. I was petrified. Even though I had, didn't have to talk, I would just, I had to walk up to the counter five seconds, go, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's literally all I had to do, but I was freaking petrified. And so I always say that was the moment when I decided I didn't want to be an actor. Um, and while I feel like I've warmed up to being in front of the camera a lot more recently, um, especially, um, since we've kind of gone down this road with right time productions and all that, um, definitely I've gotten a lot more comfortable in front of a camera in front of a screen and all that. Um, but yeah, it's kind of always just been part of my life production. You know, I've always been trying to figure out, um, why why it works like it does and all that um you know i was always the weird kid that would watch something and be like oh well this is the cam- the camera's moving this way how why are they making that decision you know um even with um i had a theater was a huge part of my life growing up um and it was interesting because i what since i wasn't interested in um acting you know it was kind of i almost had to create a little bit of a niche for myself um in a local community theater that I, community theater that I got involved with just with getting involved in behind the scenes stuff um and all that um but yeah that's kind of that's kind of where my background is I eventually just kind of transitioned into hey well this is seems like a better fit you know I've always been interested grew up watching all the Christian movies you know all that um um you know and had a kind of really just got a huge passion for bringing to people, bringing people to the Lord through stories. Um, you know, cause wow, yeah. story is such a powerful tool. You know, it's something that, and I remember, I remember reading a statistic growing up and when I was a teenager, um, something around along the lines of, it was a study that the Barner group did, um, a while back where they said, um, statistically, um, more people are going to the movies than going to a church, than going to the church. Um, and that really kind of hit me in a certain spot where I was like, whoa, well, like, um, this is where, this is where we need to be focusing on, you know, this is where we, this is where we really need to be start doing ministry. I never really did anything with that quite because I did a few things, but I kind of, um, I kind of hit a spot where I, in a way burnt out because I was like, um, no one wants to help me with this. And I just kind of got disappointed in a way. Cause I was like, you know, no one wants, no one wants to help me with this. 
I, I can't do all this by myself. You know, I, um, and I think that was a huge learning curve for me was being able to realize that I can't do it all myself. Um, that I need a team that I need, I need to develop relationships with other people that I really trust that I know can handle that can, I trust with the vision. Um, and I realized that not only did I need to do that, that I need to do that for other people. Um, and so fast forward, fast forward to um, where I was working at Chick-fil-A and just happened to be working with Trinity. Um, and our, our, we are, we are pretty close friends um, when working at Luau. Um, long story short, we ended up both leaving, um, but we ended up just staying friends, um, staying in contact. And like Trinity mentioned, you know, she came in and was like, Hey, like this is something that me and a friend of my, one of my best friends wrote, um, are you like, would you, do you want to take a look at it? Maybe, um, maybe we can look into some options of how we can even get it produced and all that. Um, I was like, sure. You know, um, I saw that she had a passion. She, I saw that she had the same passion for it as I did. Um, and I think that was the main reason why, uh, and that's really, I think why forming right time productions was just so natural for both of us. But once we did realize that that was going to take, um, a while just development wise and really to really do it right, you know, do it with excellence, do it, um, do it. We really believed in where we were going with the story and just really do it with, um, do it as best as we could. We knew it was going to take time. So we're like, okay, well, let's go ahead and challenge ourselves, find other ways to challenge ourselves in terms of short films, you know? And so that's when we did scars. Um, that's when we did, um, we did a few, a few other ones. Um, and when we were doing casting for, um, young life was, we want to do it right. You know, we were like, Hey, we want to go out there and find people that actually can act. You know, we don't want to just use anybody who's just interested in standing in front of a camera. You know, we want to find people that can actually act, you know? Um, and we're like, yeah, we realize this is a longer road, but it's going to be so much more worth it. Um, and so when we did start casting, you know, Jared is actually one of the very first people that we actually talked to. Um, and we did talk to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of emails, We, which was surprising. I was not expecting that. We had several um, emails. Oh, it was I a was lot. Shocked. There was over a thousand emails. But we did, I was we were shocked casting how many... for like six different, acts, six different characters, mm -hmm. but there was still over a thousand emails. Easily. I was shocked, honestly. I wanna, um, yeah, me too. I want to thank you for thinking that I can actually act. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Yeah. And actually, and we, we have. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, we actually really liked you because it, well, not only of your demo reel, but you had the look that we wanted. Because we wanted, mm -hmm. for that particular character, we, you had that look that we wanted. And um, yeah. you were, yeah, that's why that was why we picked you. You had to look huh. in, you can act. And then once we got to interview you, your personality just came out, which was very yeah. compatible to both mine and Roger's. So Yeah, definitely. And I, so. I see that a lot. Like between the three of us, we have a good, you know, chemistry going, mm -hmm. uh, which is great. Yeah, um, it is. And I wanted to, if I could, like circle back to just like, it's so crazy. So you and you and Trinity, Roger and Trinity, just worked together at Chick-fil-A and just happened mm -hmm. to, to meet each other. It's crazy how much what people would call luck goes into this industry. Uh, what just circumstance oh, yeah. goes into this industry. And what's crazier 
is that it's not just luck or circumstance it's design yeah yeah definitely um, yeah which is amazing definitely true um, i mean me working at the lubau in the first place was a was a was a blessing in a nutshell um mm -hmm. i moved when i moved to georgia in the first place um chick-fil-a was the first job i applied to and the chick the chick-fil-a that i actually applied to wasn't hiring but the owner the operator of that chick-fil-a owned the one that i worked at and he called me within within 20 minutes of my of me applying and both me and my roommate at the time both got hired on the spot that day within wow. uh within two hours of turning in our within two hours of turning in our application so That's we crazy. both got yes. hired on on the spot and then when roger came in i'll never forget roger's first day that was a that was a <laughs> oh, day dear God. i will never, want to tell ever that story? forget in my life <laughs> um it was my fault but it was a it was a day well that's a different story for a different time because yeah you were actually a team lead at the time and i yeah, was just I was, it was my I was first a team day lead. i was so. a supervisor of of that whole section and roger was i was supposed to, to train roger but he was a new day new person first day and i needed someone to do, to do something and that's a different story for a different that's, time we, we can we, we can tell that together. story later yeah we worked together for about a year and a half to two years and then I was the first I, one to leave. Um, yeah, you were. Um, my I, I story kind of with Chick. Too. Yeah, my story with Chick Fil A is interesting because, um, I always was like, you know, I was always like, I'll do whatever, you know, job wise, but I never want to work in food service, and especially Chick Fil A because it seemed like everybody under the sun that I either grew up with or I knew personally worked for Chick Fil A in some capacity. So I was like, I want to be different. I don't want to work for Chick-fil-A, you know. Not that there's anything wrong with working for Chick-fil-A, but I was just like, you know, I was like, I want to be different, you know. I want to, uh, but <laughs> hey, we'll, wait, somehow I ended up still working for Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and it was actually very interesting because there was a lot of people that we worked with that were actually into the film industry. Whether they were good or not, that's, you know, you know your own opinion. Everyone else gets their own yeah. opinion of that. But there was several yeah. people that were involved in the film industry in some way, shape, or form. But, you know, so it's, it's a, it was, you know, God that definitely kind of brought Roger and I together in this aspect, because we have a similar, we had a similar personality. Uh, we had really good chemistry when we worked together in the first place, because like anything that I needed, he, he would, I mean, he's that person who was like, well, I'll do whatever. So he was the person oh, who I said, okay, go do this. Okay, go do that. You know, and he would do it. And he never, never even questioned it. So, you know, and that's why we talk so much, you know, at Chick-fil-A because we work together. So, we, you know, you get to talk and you start learning about the people you work with. And I have good relationship with a lot of people that I used to work yeah. with. And none of us really work yeah. there anymore, but we still have good relationships. Which, how, you know, how long was it that we worked together that you didn't even know I was interested really in film? Um, it was a long time. See, I, well, I worked at Chick-fil-A completely for three years. Um, mm -hmm. But I think you started about maybe a year okay uh, that sounds like about right a year and a half before i left okay, so yeah. i i i don't even know how long it was i know it was a while um, i think i was there for about six months six without to eight you, months and before and i, and I, I even realized up. you were into film because there yeah, was a I lot know, of yeah. people who were and i mean pinewood studios isn't far from where we were working either so no it was five I, minutes i actually think 
yeah, I can't remember if someone had asked me a question about something film related or if I had gone mm-hmm. on a trip that was film related or something and you'd something ask like me that, about yeah. it or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what happened. I don't don't quote something me on like that. that. Anyway, it's been a so, while. But I mean, it's, it's been a while. You know, but you know, even if it's just, you know, you know, film is a passion of mine, but not everybody out there has a passion for film. And I want to make sure that mm-hmm. everyone understands that, you know, this is just to pursue your dream, regardless of what it is. It doesn't have to be in the yeah. film or entertainment industry. Exactly. You know, like my, my boyfriend, for example, is he wants to be an engineer and he loves mm-hmm. it. And d- by all means, you go for, I know nothing about math. It's never been my strongest subject <laughs> in the Me world. <laughs> and to go into engineering, you have to be excellent at it. But, you know, he he starts talking about it. And I can always tell that he's passionate about it because you can see the look in his eyes. And he'll talk to me. He gets his face will light up and his eyes will get really big and he'll have this big smile come across his face as he's explaining to me what he's talking about. And, you know, and I have this deer in headlights look like, well, I don't understand a thing. I barely know what two plus two equals. <laughs> so, so, you know, and he's talking like physics too. And I'm like, I don't understand what two plus two equals, let alone physics too. Oh. So, but at the same time, this is, you know, something where it's just a matter of going out there and doing it and doing whatever you have to do to do it. And don't be afraid of working in the fast food or retail industry to, to, to until you can get there or exactly. you know, take janitorial job if you have to, which I have done as well. I mean, I worked fast food and retail for eight and a half years yeah. before I even got into this into this industry so that's the thing like unless you are extremely privileged you will start out basically in the in as far as the industry is concerned with nothing Mm -hmm. so you have to have something to support yourself and right like it's not anything to be ashamed of at all um and don't be afraid of it don't shy away from it um Mm -hmm. you're doing what you're doing you're pursuing an art which Mm -hmm. um, is difficult, Uh, but just do what you have to do if you really want to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And make time um, for what you want. You know, Mm -hmm. like I, I have a full-time job right now. It's Monday through Friday, eight to five, but at the same time in my spare time, I still try to do whether I have to write an episode of Young Life or whether I have to, Mm -hmm. you know, film something for the YouTube channel or meet up with Roger and have a production meeting or do a zoom call with both of you guys to kind of talk about things or whatever it is I have to do I I do it even if it's just going to the gym to make sure I can get into shape for the next role that I have to play Mm -hmm. whatever that case may be so you know even if it's something small as long as it attributes to what you're doing or what you want you know then that's all that matters I like that um I think I like what you just said. I think a lot of people would benefit from hearing that. Like, I'm going to say it again. Um, even something small, even if you are tired at the end of the day from the work you've been doing, do something, mm-hmm. something small. It doesn't have to be huge. You don't right. have to sit there and write an entire script. You don't have to sit there and read an entire script. Just do something every day. Yeah. Those little bits Absolutely. will build up to something big. Um, yeah, and absolutely. as long as you keep doing it consistency is key yeah I know I've always um you know there are a lot of my friends like to sing and they're very mm-hmm. talented singers and musicians and you know I sit there and I see them 
put up videos, uh, whether it be on like TikTok or Snapchat or YouTube or whatever, they're even if they're just singing something small, you know, at least they're singing and they're putting the video up there and they're getting likes and whatever. And if they're, I have one who's very passionate about makeup. And so she goes live on Facebook all the time doing her makeup and she'll ask questions, she'll answer questions about the different makeup products or, you know, what she uses or why she's using it and, you know, all of this different stuff. And, you know, that's just something small that she's doing. But at the same time, her TikTok is very popular right now. She's yeah. got like 50,000 followers or something on TikTok. I'm not sure how TikTok works, but, you know, at the same time, I mean, she's got quite a few. And so obviously she's doing something, something right. So she's, she's enjoying her work. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And she, even if it's, though it's something so small, it's still, it's very big as well. Yeah. So. And yeah. Um, and honestly, if you're happy with what you're doing, mm-hmm. uh, that's going to read. The audience is going to see that, um, yeah. that you're into it, that you're passionate, um, that you're happy. Even if it's not like a happy scene, they're going to see mm-hmm. your passion for it. Mm-hmm. And, and they're going to be engaged and right. enjoy you. Right. I, um, I worked at, <clears throat> when I worked at Chick-fil-A, I met this, this guy that I worked with. He's very young. He was still in high school when I started working there. And I was talking to him one night just just because he, you know, we're working together. And I asked him what he was passionate about. And he said, he said music. And I said, Oh, why don't you pursue that? You know, what are you, you know, what are you doing to to pursue it? Or are you going to? And he said, No, I'm not going to. I said, Well, why? He said, Because my parents would kick me out if I did. And I'll never forget that. Because he said, my parents would, would kick me out if I did. And I, I'm like, why and they he said they they don't see it as a real career they don't see it as something you know profitable they see it as just a hobby and when I heard that I my heart broke I kid you not my heart broke I was so sad because you know I know a lot of people unfortunately who are are like this and I've never my parents have never necessarily agreed with everything that I've done but they've always supported me and given me advice to help me regardless of whether they liked it or not because they always told me it was my life and my choices not theirs you can't I mean I'm not a parent but you can't live your life through your child you have to live your own life and let your child live theirs I mean because that's that's how this world becomes great I mean yeah there are you know people out there who who don't get the opportunity to pursue their dreams because they're so scared of what people think of them or that they're going to be disowned by their community or family or whoever. And I, I guess it just really kind of put into, um, you know, inside of to why I'm very grateful for the family that I have. And I'm very grateful that they're supportive of me, you know, whether they agree with me or not, that's, that's their, their own opinion and that's their choice, but they still love me regardless. They're not going to let, you know, that stop them from loving me you know and if they you know and if they don't like my choices they don't have to ask about it you don't have to talk to me about it you don't have to support me you know you don't have to go like my facebook page or whatever but you still love me so that's you know you do so don't let your you know don't let your feelings about it affect other people's dreams is i guess is my whole point behind this and so the big thing is you, you need you need to find a support network. 
honestly. Um, part of mine is you guys. Um, I mean, you guys help me out. You guys give me work. Um, uh, you guys, you know, give me insights into the industry. Um, I've been <laughs> learning a lot right now, listening to you. Um, and well, that, that makes me feel good because I don't consider myself an expert. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like, all we have is each other. Um, all you have is your Absolutely. peers currently, especially somebody just starting out. So appreciate that. I guess is what I'll yeah. say. Definitely appreciate that. Um, you know, thank your friends. Be there for them. You are mm -hmm. re remember support is two ways. So mm -hmm. be there for them and and uh, and thank them. Honestly, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like I'm. I was telling you guys before this started is the um, equipment that I've been using to record this. I actually got as a Christmas gift from mm -hmm. um, my boyfriend's family. Aww. And so, which is super, you know, it was super generous of them and very, I'm very grateful for it because it just shows that they, they care about me enough to help me pursue my dreams. And actually they've even come to one of the, um, the premiere of um, Scars when we premiered the short film Scars, they showed up to it. You know, I mean, my parents live in a different state and so they couldn't come. My parents are still, they were like, when can we see it? We want to watch it. You know, how do we get to watch it and all that stuff. So they're, supportive in that regard and then you know my boyfriend's family actually showed up to the premiere because they live closer than my parents do yeah. but you know it was very it was very genuine and I'm very grateful to have that type of support system and of course I have people who are in the industry who are like like you guys for example I've got you guys and I've got yeah. um, you know other different networks of people who are here and they're like hey we want to help you and support you in every way because there are people out there who want to follow the same passions that you do, whether you want to be mm. an engineer or, you know, an actor, there are different people for that. And you just have to find the right group of people and not be afraid of getting rejected for it. Yeah. So, I think that's, that, that's I think that's key. one of the biggest things is that people don't jump in. People don't chase the dreams because they're afraid of being rejected, you know? And I think mm -hmm. a lot of that does stem from the fact that they don't have a support system, whether that's right. home or friends or whatever it is, you know, mm -hmm. that's another big reason why we wanted to create right time productions is that, um, we don't expect anybody to be perfect. You know, we, we, I was actually having this conversation with somebody yesterday, um, was that we don't, we actually prefer to get people, um, involved that, really don't know what they're doing because we are more than happy to to pass on what we know we we have a knowledge that we're not experts um but we're more than happy to pass on what we do know um to you you know because uh -huh. just because you want to get involved you know um and it's just it's about support you know it's about um at the end of the day this is what we tell everybody um you know be before we um work with them is that it's about learning and growing together, you know, um, none of us are perfect. None of us, we're all going to make mistakes, you know? Um, Absolutely. and so I think as long as we all just realize that at the end of the day, more than, um, more than telling a story, more than, um, more than any of that, it's, um, you know, we're a community, we're a family in a way, you know, and we're, we have to be willing to le learn and grow together because that's how, that's how things done. Um, and if, if you're not, and going back to your point, Jared, you know, if you're not having fun doing what you're doing, um, you know, I don't want to say why do it, but there, there, What's there the point? needs to be a deeper, exactly. There needs to be a deeper conversation involved yeah. with that.
Well, I think it's about time we wrap this up. It's been so great to just give you a little bit of context for who we are, what we're passionate about and why, and just have you get to know us a little bit. We'll be back at you every Wednesday with a new episode. Make sure you like and subscribe to Right Time Productions on all social. We'll be posting more updates and who will be coming on the podcast every week. Until next week, go out there and chase your unknown. This is Roger Sisk with Chase the Unknown signing off. God bless.